Welcome to FacingMelsMusic.com podcast, featuring some of the most heartwarming stories from musicians all around the world on FacingMelsMusic.com. And a very warm welcome to Facing Mel's Music. This is Mel Golding, your host. And this afternoon, I have a wonderful guest musician, Billy Nomad. Welcome. Hey, Mel. How's it going? Good. Really good. How are I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah, yeah, I've had a really good couple of days in the studio, so I'm feeling all right. Wow. So you've been very, very busy, haven't you, with all your music and everything? I'm way too busy. And the thing is, I'm, I'm, cli- I'm clinically disabled. So I'm getting to this point now where I'm trying to get back to a, like a functional lifestyle work and things like right. that. And I'm so burnt out from it. But oh. then there's like, there's this thing that's kind of driving me on. And it's that thing where it's like, you know, you've got a you've got to manifest the life you want. And so I'm yeah. like going through therapy at the same time as I'm trying to reestablish businesses. And wow. it's like, oh. But yeah. yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm trying to keep positive, And I think that's a really important part of it at the moment. Yeah, mindset, right? Your mindset and the way you think is really, really important. That's it. Set and setting. And as we were just talking about, like our bedrooms are an absolute mess. So I think think I've got the set right, but I just need to sort out my setting a bit because I'm like closed in. (laughs) Yeah. Do do you find, I think we we just talked a little bit about environment. How does that affect you? Because you're someone with autism, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So tell me about how that actually your environment affects you and, and, and your music. How does that impact on your music as well? Yeah, of course. I mean, environment. Environment, environment could be a couple of different things, can it? And you can mm. kind of look at it as you know, your immediate environment and the places you go and things like that. And that for me, I really mm. grew up in a very sort of like working class environment, went mm. to a very sort of like, you know, not the best school in town. Um mm. And also, like you say, I've got uh, autistic spectrum disorder or what they used to call Asperger's. So yeah. I have this way of kind of reflecting my mindset mm. in my environment. So my room just becomes this messy place if I've got loads of stuff going on in other areas of my life. I can't organise yeah. too many things at once. It's yeah. really organisational yeah. and psychological with me. It's just yeah. like... But yeah. then the other thing is that it's, the, it's like the population of the people you're around, and that's definitely mm. like, had a huge impact on my music massively. Sort of like I'm always okay. writing about my relationships and, and yes. uh, the places I've been, the situations I've been in. It's like a yes. journal of my life, isn't it? Wonderful, yes. We're going to come to some of your music in a minute because I've I've had a listen Brilliant. to your three albums. You've got a single out and I believe you're working on the fourth album, is that right? Yeah, I actually got in touch with the band yesterday and so yeah. right, time to start talking about the fourth album Great. Uh, and that's such an exciting feeling. Tell me about your band. Who's in your band? Who who have, who have you got in the band? Oh, man. So my band's called The Common Army. And I'd say that there's about 35, 40 members in the band because the whole idea was that there's a lot of talented musicians around me and there's a lot of talented musicians around the world. Yeah. So when it comes to recording, it's very easy for me to tap into someone that's in China, let's say, to record a guitar track for me. Wow. And so that musician is considerably part of the band, a part of the Common Army. But then oh, there's also the live band. And I think the biggest we've been on stage with the live band is 15 members. Um, yeah. But that's constantly shifting around. At, at, at the moment, uh, one of our drummers has just moved on, as is one of our lead guitarists. So we're just sort yeah. of like, we're auditioning at the moment for new members there. But then... Well, how many have we got in the band at the moment? Nine, I think. There's nine people in the band at the moment. And it's all made up of people that are in all these other bands as well. It's working class yeah. musicians like me that are looking for a project to do 
album Great. tour, album tour. Brilliant. You're not short of musicians then, are you? <laughs> no, no, Milton Keynes, surprisingly. Milton <laughs> Keynes is full of like really talented musicians. Is that like, so? Is that where you're from at the moment? Is that where you're actually calling from now? From yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. So I call it Jollywood because it was twinned with Hollywood. Um, <laughs> okay. And it's kind of couldn't be further from Hollywood. So it's got like, <laughs> this very fake town, Jollywood. Oh, uh, <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> but yeah, I'm from Milton Keynes. And like, even though there's yeah. really no industry presence here, mm. there's no like, corporate funding or really right. any music venture as it were there's right. an incredible music scene here and there's so many we had 250 no. bands here in well. i can't remember when it was about 2011 okay. i was looking at a festival poster of this coming together of all these milk keys bands it's called proper stock okay. um, and yes yeah, 250 bands on the bill and it was Amazing. couldn't couldn't believe it there's oh. so many bands in one area my goodness. Well, so it's, I must come up there then. Oh, <laughs> you really do. I must come up there. I mean, I'm I'm in the south. I'm in Canterbury area, Kent, which is, yeah, yeah so southeast. Um, but my, I'm actually from Coventry near Birmingham. So, oh, nice. So I know the area, the West Midlands. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's not too far from yeah, Coventry's the Stones yeah. for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah well, so well, I'll tell you what. We're doing love to come show. and see you. Oh, yes, tell me. On the- First of July, the first of July at the Canon okay. in Newport Pagnell, um, awesome. and it coincides with the Newport Pagnell Carnival. But we'll be playing the entire fourth album, me and the band. Oh, um, it's going to be our unveiling of the album. So fabulous! Okay, we're, actually, we're not recording it yet. We're basically going to go through <laughs> the gig and then go right now. We're off to the studio. See you later. I love it. You're right. doing it the other way around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we thought we need practice live. We need yeah. practice live before you go into the studio. You get to this thing where you. You record oh. an album in the in the studio and then you go to play it live yeah. and you go, oh, that doesn't really work. That needs to change. Oh, that doesn't work. That needs to change. Yeah. So you stop reflecting the album. Whereas mm. I think if you've got a bit of rehearsal and gig under your belt, you really know what works live. So when you that's go into brilliant. the studio. You see, yeah. that's so smart, Billy. That is so smart, smart thinking because. Oh, I've made a lot of mistakes to get there. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess this is this is all about experience, isn't it? I mean, how long have yeah. you been doing this? How long have you been on the road and been an artist and how well, long my have you my dad got me into events management when I was 13, so I was that, okay. 2003. Nice. Um, and then I started busking in 2005 when I was 15, yeah. and I started essentially DIY busk touring in um, around 2007, and nice. then I actually started touring myself uh, in 2014, 2015. Yeah, you've been doing it. I'm just going that long. Yeah, 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 it's been about seven or eight years now. Um, and yeah. the last two years have been mm. murder because it oh, was like right. my whole right. life was moving towards touring and then right. something like, no touring. I know. Oh, no. I know. I know. <laughs> that was so hard for for many musicians. Yeah. yeah. But you, you've carried on. You've persevered. And, yeah. you know, you, you've done it in the face of adversity. You know, it's, it sounds that way. You know, the it's struggles of. Being an yeah. artist, you know, with um, on every level, actually, you know, you talk about finances as well, and that the, the yeah, lack man. of finances, lack of help, and all of that. So that's. Well, really I, I had to cease trading um, when the coronavirus pandemic came in because yeah, I was teaching in schools. That was where I was making my bread and butter. I was like teaching right. instruments to workshops, and then well done. Uh, I think I was probably making a few grand here and there after touring. Yeah. That was uh, over the space yeah. of a year. And so yeah. with no touring and the school's closing at the same time, mm. I had no choice but to go, oh, I can't mm. earn any money, um, which was all right because I was in a bad state mentally anyway. So it actually gave me a yeah. chance to take a step back. And now I've developed Billy Nomad into this really great uh, online yes. community. And Amazing. That, 
I couldn't deal with social media before, whereas now I'm kind of like, oh, actually, I quite like this. This is fantastic. So you've changed again. It's that mindset again that we talked about before. So it's about the way you view everything. So that it sounds like there is an element of choice in there. Actually, you can actually choose how you want to look at something. So let's go back to. I just want to go back to this. Right when you Mm. contacted me, you said. A lot, you're a lifelong artist who is adjusting to autism. Mm. You've got CPTSD there, which is complex post-traumatic stress disorder. That's right. And you've got BPD, which is borderline personality disorder as well. That's a lot to cope with, Billy. How are you doing it? I mean, it's incredible. You've got these albums out. Um, can you tell me? I mean, okay, first of all, tell me about the the diagnosis. When did you get the diagnosis? So I got the diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder last year, but it had been recognised for many years, in fact, since I'd started to develop as a teenager. Right. And I, as part of that, and mm. I developed fibromyalgia syndrome as well, which is a big part of my physical condition, um, mm. but that there, there seemed to be no cause for that. And I went to um, like dietary specialists, lifestyle mm. specialists, rheumatologists, neurologists, all sorts to try and find what the cause of this um, fibromyalgia was. And it turned out it was most likely psychological. Oh, right. So um, psychological mixed with some lifestyle conditions, but the lifestyle conditions were due to psychological stress, maladaption yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, so then I ended up in a talking therapy for 10 weeks where I was in a group um, where over the space of weeks, less and less people were coming to the group. So I was staying, oh, really? Uh, you know, looking right. for a breakthrough, looking for a revelation. Okay. Um, and it, it, in the end, it didn't come until I actually got a phone call from the clinician looking for my review of the session. I went, well, actually, I didn't find mm. it helpful. I found it quite triggering. She said, why is that? Mm. And I explained to her basically my life story, explained to her all the things that happened. She went, oh, well, then you need to be in some sort of trauma um, therapy. Right, instead. okay, right. So they basically put me onto a triage and they pre-assessed me for complex PTSD and BPD. I should be clear, I'm not diagnosed with them. In fact, when mm. they talked about BPD, they called it emotionally unstable personality disorder, which is okay. when right. you look at the two side by side, the the, yeah. the same symptoms, but the um, basically... Mm funded and acknowledged in different ways right um so so that that was that basically and so that may well be the cause of the fibromyalgia so I'm at that yeah. stage at the moment where um you know I, I don't know how yeah. you or your listeners would feel about this but at the moment I'm a medicinal cannabis patient because mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. um adverse effects to SSRIs and things like that and that yeah. seems to be due to my autism right so mm-hmm. week works where more prescription um yes. antidepressants anti-anxiety drugs don't work right so, interesting so that's where i'm at at the moment and mm. when i went to this trauma triage they said to me but you've got to quit smoking weed and i said why i'm a medicinal cannabis patient they said yeah mm. but you're not on our stuff you've got to go to drug cessation so <sighs> I, I spent weeks on the phone uh right. waiting to talk to a specialist at a drug cessation agency local to me um mm. addiction recovery uh milton Keynes, and they were yeah. really good um, and said to me, yeah, you know, you shouldn't be forced to give up, you know, go back. Will They actually said that they'd mm. go back on my behalf and that I should go back and basically get back into therapy. So it's one of these right. weird things where I ended up in a bit of circle. Yeah, um, bit of a loop. Yeah, for mm. about a year, about a year, I'd oh. say. Because right. basically, I'm autistic, I didn't understand the situation fully yeah. and all the services weren't communicating properly. 
and there just seems to be a lack of understanding about yeah. the relationships between recreational mm. drug use and medicinal yes. drug use. Yes. Um, so yes. it's unfortunate, but now I'm back on yep. track. And so yep. over the next few weeks, I should have the, yeah. the diagnosis of PTSD if I have it and BPD if I have it. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. really what's important to me is having that autism spectrum disorder diagnosis. Because yeah. all the past traumas seem to be caused by maladaption, basically. Right. I, I didn't cope okay. well as a child. Yep. It wasn't recognised enough. I wasn't treated enough as a yes. child. And so I've got a yes. lot of baggage, basically. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and I have mentioned, you know, my daughter is autistic. I'm right. happy to say that. So I know quite a bit about that. Um, but she's eight. So how's she coping with it? <laughs> okay you know at the end of the day it's um like I say it's it's what I find incredible is how other people and the everyone else is coping with it or not coping with it you know so this is why I'm quite eager to speak to people like yourself and people with autism and I'm dealing with with this I have personal clients um for counselling that I'm I'm counselling and then I have also been involved in music workshops with autism as well young adults oh that's excellent that's fabulous and I'm learning a lot about the similarities you know everything that you have in common and one of the one of the things is this you know this cannabis you know it seems to do wonders for I'm not promoting it by any means but I'm not you know dis I'm not disrespecting it either because it actually has some benefits here. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not promoting heroin. No. I'm not promoting heroin, no. but what I will say is that they yeah. give people morphine before they put them into intensive surgery. Yeah. That's exactly the same thing. Mm. It's just called a different thing. It's mm. the same chemical yeah. makeup. Now, yeah. when it comes to promoting drug use versus mm. promoting medicinal use, I think there's, yeah. there, is a, there is a good thing to focus on there. It's mm. like if you're using drugs just because you want to escape, and you want yeah. to spend all your money and you want to get yeah. messed up in the head, then mm. that's obviously not medicating yourself. Whereas when you use it in the mm. way I use it, where I'm dosing yes. on it gradually all day, no. every Medicinal. day. Medicinal. It, yeah. Exactly. It's mm. what it stops yep. me from doing is melting down. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. With a lot of people with autism is this emotional meltdown point where you can't exactly. process stress. So you take yeah. more and more stress as the days goes on, the weeks yeah. go on. Yeah. And then you have emotional burnout, like I say, I'm kind of dealing with at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. luckily, because I'm surrounded by specialists, I'm able yeah. to talk to people. Mm. It's okay. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that don't have that sort of uh, advice and that mm. sort of treatment. So it's important to be aware of that with autism, that a lot of it, the, yes. the critical end of it is these emotional meltdowns because they, they can be psychological, psychologically traumatising for years and years and yes. years and years. Yes, yes. And if something like, you know, CBD can actually help reduce that, you're actually safeguarding yourself in a sense because mm. you're, yeah, from these emotion, these meltdowns, as you call them, which can lead to terrible places. Actually. I haven't had one since my yeah. birthday. I haven't had okay. one since, and it wasn't actually my birthday. It was um, my birthday dinner I decided to arrange. Uh, and okay. <laughs> that, that was in November last year. So it's okay. been a long time. So I'm getting better. Well I used done. to have them on almost a weekly or a monthly basis. But Oh, well done you. Well done. Um, what I want to talk about, um, and something else you said here is that, that if it hadn't have been for your music, in your life the music in your life then you wouldn't be around to live the tale that's uh, yeah quite a statement so it sounds like things got pretty bad for you at some they point did, they yeah. did when I was around 19 because right. I was you know 
probably a year or two older than a lot of my friends at that point. A lot yeah. of them started to leave town and like that social network that I spent a lot of time mm. adapting to and learning to, they just all started vanishing. Mm. And I'd already been using music as like a, a method of communication and emotional expression. Yes, I knew but that. Okay. <laughs> I saw it's, that. It's, Exactly. You just yeah. you just get to the point where you're just like, I don't know how to say this thing. Well, then I'll write a poem. Yes. I'll, now I'm more developed. I'll write a song. Oh, now I'll write an yeah. album. You know, and and the mm. thing goes on. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just got to the point where when everyone left, I got very suicidal. Actually, uh, attempted suicide um, oh. in the dumbest way possible. Uh, and it, <laughs> I'm seeing that now. I'm kind of like, oh man, I obviously didn't really mean it. You know? mm. Um, mm. There yeah, there could have been a lot better ways to do it and I don't promote it at all. I think it's a it's a silly thing to do. I think if you don't like the world around you, then you should push yeah. harder against it, not fall down and stay down. That's um, amazing. Amazing that you say that. And it's not about promoting it, but it's about being honest about the realities of the situation. You know, because yeah. there are people who do feel suicidal, you know, there are people who are going through this. So it's good to talk about it and air it. And this is what's what, in, what's absolutely. interesting is is that mm. event um mm kind of led to this mindset of no I don't want to die and I want to be here um but even then when I was under psychological stress um Mm. a few years ago in about 2018 I started to have suicidal invasive thoughts and Mm. that was quite um it's quite distressing because Mm. like I have this mindset of I don't want to die I want to be here I want to uh, be born again tomorrow and then yeah in the back of my head and suddenly these visions of doing mm. stupid things to hurt myself I'd be like what is going on but it goes to mm. show how the brain isn't just one solid thing with one solid idea there's all these different things that go on that can conflict and Absolutely. I think that's where you start to see psychosis and insanity is where someone mm. like me is left to the wind and can't adapt and you know, ends up insane and so you feel that way, of course. Yeah. And what you said was really interesting because it was something I wanted to talk about was your music. Um, yeah. it, it struck me listening to your the songs, um, I've heard a lot of them, that it oh, seems to be a way you communicate. And the songs seem to have, yeah, they all have the str- that strong element in common, which is your relationship to the world as well. It's the, rela- yes. the way you relate to, to people, personal and just in general, it's kind of like a lot of my songs are either you know me, I, um, you, we, us. <laughs> you know they tend to be sort of like bold terms about either my relationship with myself and the world, or mm. you know how I want to reflect mm. uh, my feelings about the world and the other people around me. And a lot of it is um, to do with relationships that I have and people yes. that I'm surrounded by. Um, yep. But yeah, you're right for me. It's difficult and it has been difficult. I'm getting mm. better at it, but it has been difficult yeah. um, to formulate complicated emotions at someone. Yeah, okay. It's very easy for me to go, here's a base emotion that I'm feeling. And I don't tend yeah. to tell people, I tend to show it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to songs, it's a way for me to kind of express those complex emotions. You go, Tis. right, there's two, two or three verses, right? Yeah. That's for you to deliver the important information that mm. you're trying to get across, those emotional capsules. You know, mm-hmm. And then the the, the the chorus is something that kind of sums it up yep. or gives it a theme or allows someone to kind of um, come back to home so they can yeah. prove what's happened in the verse. You know, yeah. they're kind of they're very mathematically constructed. And what I try and do mm. with the structure sometimes is just go, no, I've done the verse chorus 
like break first chorus thing let's just move a few of those things around make those things longer and that's how my music has developed and somehow sounds different is because I've just messed around with some of those structural forms but wow part of it what I'm doing is going verse chorus you know and if I need to say anything else let's stick a lyrical break in it but that's such a huge deal for you and that's a huge deal for autism is to actually mess around with the structure isn't it I mean it's absolutely that's that's meltdown material to be honest with you I love things like rulers because it's just like oh look they're all in blocks and you can go oh right and you can think about songs like that oh sorry I'm not even showing you You can think about songs like that you can think about time like that and there's this when you're when you're building a structure in your head it's it's an exciting um thing when I was working oh. in project management, that was actually one of the the best jobs I had, even though I was more or less uh, an, an mm. assistant. Um, it just gave me the ability to problem solve every day and think about timelines. Uh, Amazing. So okay. So you're comfortable with that. So mm. so your music is a combination, really, isn't it? Because there's no real logic to emotions, if you think about it. I mean, emotions are free, you know, liberating. It's about freedom. But yet you're you're fitting them in some kind of a structure as well, which is quite interesting. You kind of bring in... it all together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you bring it all together there, Billy. I, I think it's wonderful. I, I am a shiny golden god. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. So, do you would you say you feel heard and understood when you when you perform your songs? Like you you do performing. I've I've heard your is it your middle album, the second album, which is live, the live one. Oh, live from the album Sanatorium. Yeah. Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I loved you? Should I loved you more than I did? Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I have loved you? Should I have loved you more than I did? Should I? Should I? Should I have loved you more than I did? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. a lot of fun to record. Oh, it's great. Sounds right. fabulous. And you sound oh, so amazing in that. I mean, what I'm just gonna take that because that's that's how I've 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 heard that it. is me performing. If that's you come performing. and see me gigging, yeah. that's me performing. Yeah. Love yeah. it, love it. Do you feel the audience understand you when you perform like that it's interesting there's this thing because i wear all the face paint and the costume i know i'm going to come to that in a minute (laughs) it's like a reflection of my personality right but then when i come out there's a lot of people who haven't seen me before and if i do a gig the first thing i tend to ask or or play a song and then i ask who's seen me before who hasn't seen me before okay you know because i like to gauge where people are at with it because usually i did a gig uh, at the stables recently where I said, who's seen me before? And absolute crickets. No one's seen me before. <laughs> right, and okay. it put a real kind of damper on my performance. I felt myself having to behave. Oh, Whereas no. if I turn up at like, let's say, MK11 uh, in yeah. film, you know, um, and there's 450 people in the audience, and I go, who's seen me before? And 200 of them go, then you go, right, let's really misbehave tonight. Yeah, and, and it's that kind of thing. Like you hear at the, the beginning of I Want You, there's yeah. a short audio clip where I say this song's about masturbation, you know, and it's it's little things <laughs> yeah. like that that make the crowd chuckle. They connect yeah. and they kind of like they they listen to the song in a different way. Then because you can right. listen to that song like it's just a poppy love song, but then right. you go back and listen to the first verse with that in mind. You go, oh, oh, that's right. not the song. Yeah, but that's great about songwriting, isn't it? Because obviously I songwrite. I'm a, you know, I'm a writer as well. Oh, are you? Oh, that's yeah. excellent. You must yeah, send yeah. me some links. Yeah, yeah, no, I will do. Uh, but this is all about you at the minute. But yeah, I'll cut this bit out. But, um, <laughs> oh, <don't. laughs> 
but so you know what was I say about that but songwriting you can write in in a way that people can interpret it personally and differently can't you that's what I want to do that's that's yeah. what I love about the songwriting yeah. and yeah when, when I'm so it started off as writing songs for my dad right yeah it was very much kind of like this is how I'm feeling today yeah and I'd show him after school I'd go I recorded this what do you think yeah. And, I'd sit, and I'd sit there and I'd listen to him, but I didn't realise at that time my dad's autistic too. So I'm right. sitting there listening to it, expecting him to emotionally connect the lines as he goes at the end, oh, yeah, that's all right. Or what used to happen sometimes, he'd go, oh, you could change that bit around there and you could make that a little bit different. And I don't like that bit. Or sometimes you just go, nah, that one's not for me, and walk away, <laughs> not really realising what the relationship or the, the idea was there. So yeah. funny. Bringing my dad to the autism assessment, we walked out of there and he went, oh, I think I'm autistic too. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh. I think so, Dad, yeah. Okay. But he's coped really well with it. I think out of the adversity, he's become like a regional sales manager and he's like, he's highly successful, really, really yeah. good at what he does. So, mm. yeah, he's, he's coped. And I've kind of uh, pursued that in music rather than in, in corporate, in the corporate world, but yeah. Shut